Hello, and welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Play Beam Saber. I'm your GM, Saturn, they, them. You can find me at Twitter, at Celestial Mecca. Joining me, as usual, is Fern. Hi, uh, my name is Fern. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm playing Giuseppe Finch, golden boy. Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah, she, her, playing Arabella Steranoct, the ace, who is also she, her. Um... Yeah, you can find me at Radio and Activity on Twitter. Thanks. Levi. Uh, hello, I am Levi, they, them, a uh, frequent contributor to the show. I am playing uh, Gabrielle Asmodeus, the envoy, uh, she, her. And the show overlord, Owen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 I'm I'm Owen, the founder and editor and overlord of Big Gay Nerds, and now that you have listened to it, you. Um, my pronouns are he and him, and I play uh, Pfeffer Humboldt, uh, a.k.a. Boss, also he, him, and... Um, I don't have any social media I want you to follow except for the social media for this podcast. So go do that. I feel like I haven't bugged people about That's that a recently. Big so Gay Nerds Cast on Twitter.com. Mm-hmm. You should go do that. I feel yeah. I feel as though I have. This is completely apropos before we get into the actual show itself. I feel like Owen and Levi, you two are the are the TV's Frank and Doctor Forrester. Big <laughs> 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 Oh. In, in what fashion? Uh, anyway, last time <laughs> on, on... Can't run from it, Saturn! <laughs> uh, I can't run from it. Last time on Beam Saber, uh, we were in the middle of a mission. Uh, Golden Boy and Boss were, were trying to defuse a, uh, a situation where they were dealing with a bunch of uh, highly aggressive teen mech pilots after <laughs> mm-hmm. having uh, cut one of their robots in half. Yeah. Uh, so that was going... Uh, Considering all things considered, going pretty well for you two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, despite the rocky start. Uh, on the other side of the encounter, however, uh, we have Red, who is chasing down a sniper to kick the pieces after having been shot in the the upper mech torso. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have Stiletto, who is one v oneing her kohai from her Aces <laughs> High days, uh, Tasneem. Um. So with that out of the way. Who, where do we want to pick up the action? Hmm. Who is most itching to get back to what they were doing? Otherwise, uh, I'll pick. And So uh, earlier, Owen asked me uh, if a Blue Dahlia's machine gun was the uh, Bayonetta gun heels. And I hadn't thought about that, but... Uh-huh. Uh, yes. 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 <laughs> is the, he also reminded still me works. that I still have to have the uh, couple of um, blades... Because yes, uh, mech do. load does not reset. I forgot about yeah, that. Mech, that was, uh, yeah, no, mech, mech load, is a, uh, it can be changed as part of downtime if you spend resources to do it, but otherwise yeah. it's permanent. So that that had not sunk into my head yet. So, don't, it, it, it takes some getting used to. Yeah, so I've marked that on my sheet now just to cool, cool. say so. So you're, you're approaching your max, maximum capacity. Yeah. Uh, fun note. Uh, so, we're kicking the episode off with a bang, uh, you trying to uh, get Tasneem uh, dealt with uh, in your uh, gun-shooting Bayonetta heels fashion. Yes. Um, I believe the situation is still desperate. Uh, I will give you standard to start, because I'm feeling polite. 
Okay. And I think this is probably going to be a battle because it sounds like you're you're oh, getting yeah. your bayonetta gun heels battle shot. Yeah, but yeah, Blue Valley is going to like jump up and like try to drop kick Tasneem with both feet oh, in the shit. chest and just sort oh. of unload. Oh, oh fuck yeah! Oh, you with oh, all of the VIPs okay. in your mech, just like great. rattling around. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you got to do some acrobatics now. Uh, hope yeah, you uh, hope so, you put on the seatbelt. So belts. that's going to be your battle roll, uh, desperate standard. Uh, so that's uh, going to be a one D by default. Um, okay, um, I'm going to spend. Oh, stress. you do actually have less effect on your. No, I'm looking at the. Yeah, no, I'm looking at you. You actually have less effect, so that's going to be a risky uh, limited, actually. Less effect? Or desperate limited. Yeah, because you have a uh, damage on your mech. Oh, right. Yeah, damn. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm can, definitely going to spend a stress say, to push for what myself. It's worth, uh, when you're pushing yourself, I believe you can also push yourself to get... That might just be assist. Never mind, I think it's just assist. I, I think you can also push yourself for better effect or easier position. You might but. be able to, but I don't have the book open right now. Yeah. Um... Okay. Well, you, you said you want to just do extra dice anyway, right? I can figure that out while you... Uh, yeah, okay, so... While you go it. ahead and roll your two. Wait, so would this be spending stress or a quirk? Oh, oh right. right. It would be spending Sorry. a quirk because it's a mech action. So okay, another thing I'm getting used stress. to. So oh, but if you, my... if you spend a quirk, it's Oh, my mech's going to break down. I'm on my last down. one. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, no, I guess I'm just rolling the ha- one die. However, then. however... Yeah? I think maybe it's time for some tactical genius to come into play. Yes. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. How are did you? Did you foresee this? How are you assisting okay. in this capacity? So let's see. Um, it's got to be good, is what I'll say. I'm very here's, curious. Here's okay. Here's what I've got in mind. It's actually came to mind very quickly in this case. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so I specifically was thinking about how. Um, Despite being the envoy, Blue Dahlia is one of our, like, fightier mechs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking specifically about how the parameters of this are we are not supposed to kill the enemy pilots. However, yes. maybe that means I have then taken some... Uh, let's see. Is it possible? I don't know if this would be in the form of like something I could have uploaded to Blue Dahlia, or if it Tell would be. Tell me what you want to do. Okay, Tell me what you want to do. I want to basically be able to either just through advice or some kind of physical asset, um, given basically given her access to like non-fatal weak points in a mech. Hmm. You, you plug a big um, shit USB port into her, and like I know kung fu. So maybe I'm going for the knees instead. Something. Yeah, like that. something like that. Like a. Like yeah, a I, I feel like that. I feel like that's fine to mm-hmm. have like done some tweaking to her targeters for this mission without having asked. Just yeah. like this is going to focus more on the non-lethal points instead of the pilot killing points. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and and like oh, and I yeah. Makes sense. I feel like, I feel like that yeah. that tracks. Okay, so what and assist so, benefit are you gonna give? Uh, do you want dice or boosted effect? Um, that's a good question. Um, so right now you're at desperate. I think you said you're yeah you're desperate yourself, limited so one and D. one die. Yeah, yeah, it's I one dice and it's going to be limited effect. I feel like two dice is a good minimum, to be perfectly honest. So if you want to, yeah, if you. Yeah, yeah. If you want to I mean, hey, worst case, hey, that's what I was trying to get to begin with. So yeah. maybe yeah, sure. you roll two d six, maybe you roll two sixes, and it becomes standard effect. Yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens. All right, roll two d six. Thanks, boss. 
Okay. All right, five. we got them mixed. So, uh, what happens here? Because obviously, mixed on a desperate is going to be you. You do inflict some harm and take significant consequences. So, for your, uh, for the limited success here, uh, I'm going to tick. Uh, Tesneem, uh, one forward. I think what happens here is, like, you go to do this cool Bayonetta, uh, like, like, chest plant kick or whatever with the yeah. heels, right? And you unload the shots, but before you're able to get, like, the feet in a, uh, like, you know, point blank in, like, the position you're intending, yeah. it actually, like, grabs by the ankles and does a giant swing. Oh, oh no. shit, no. And, like, just tosses you into a nearby tree. That Damn. is um, So for Desperate Consequence, I'm going to call this... Because I think the... I think the appropriate thing here is going to be... I'm going to inflict a level 1 damage on you. Uh, just, like, scuffed or something. But I am going to tick... Uh, the uh, LTRF LTRF staff killed clock up. Oh no! Two. Uh, okay. As they get like shaken around by the force of impact, like yeah. really dramatically. I would consider. You know what? He has thrown you. Uh, so <laughs> he has thrown you in the direction you were already moving. Yeah. Um. He's thrown you. Um. I mean, it's towards the trees, so it's in. I'll say it's in whatever direction is convenient for whatever your next move is. It wouldn't be directly north or directly south, but it gotcha. would be in a direction. Okay. I'm just going to say maybe it's time to get out. You mean flee from Tasneem? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. Owen. Well, let's let's see how this shakes out first. Okay. First. Yeah, I We're love about... that. Print, your your player principles include don't talk yourself out of out of fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know. so I'm not <laughs> done yet. Call them. We got, I got half of these. I got They're half a clock on the on the on the, these nerds. <laughs> it says one of my principles is go into danger and fall in love with trouble. So mm-hmm. that's a good point. That's definitely what you're doing. So Taz, so for a reminder, you have your level. You have now. You should have actually two level one damages now. Yes. Uh, so it doesn't actually affect your rolls at all. Um, so call the second one. Uh, I'll just call it. Uh, I think I said like scuffed. So I'm just gonna yeah. put scuffed there for you. There you go. Um, then so Tasneem is at three of eight, and then your LTRF staff killed clock is at three of six. Yeah. So uh, what's your next move here? Um. Hmm. And if you want, we can jump to also to Red, who is currently chasing down a sniper. Mm-hmm. That would be cool, honestly. Like, okay, let's jump. Blue Dahlia just gets like wiped out, and then we see how Red's doing. Right? Yeah. So, so Red, you're uh, working your way very quickly north mm-hmm. uh, towards the towards the sniper point. Uh, you've probably at this point, like, we cut in and like you kind of narrowly dodge a bullet that's incoming at you mm-hmm. that just makes this giant splash in the river behind you again. Cool. Uh, what's, uh, so as you're closing this gap, uh, like, what is your, are you just going to try and, like, run directly up on this enemy sniper, or are you going to try and, like, maneuver yourself into, like, a kind of more advantageous position? Um. You're realizing as you get closer, it's easier for him to, it's, it's becoming, his shots are getting increasingly closer to you. Right. And there is probably the realization that, like, you are now close enough. Like I'd, I'd say, you've probably you know made a couple miles at this point. 
just because you're moving so fucking fast Mm -hmm. that like you are now within a point where it's going to be very hard for him to miss you if he takes a shot okay um then i think what i'm going to do so i'm wondering if this is kind of a battle we'll find out I'll ask. Uh, you find out. Uh, so I actually think what happens is that as Bella runs up on this sniper and she can actually like see the uh, the barrel like lining up, uh, she reaches down and just yanks a tree out of the ground and is going to <laughs> javelin hurl it. At- Hell yeah! Oh yeah. <laughs> Get a mosca. Okay. Um. Well, this is fun. Let's think about this. So, hmm. Is that, because I was looking, and I don't think it's manipulate, because that's, like, fine dexterity. Yeah, you're not doing something especially precise. Hold on a second, I lost the page. Um, My worry, well, not a worry, because you have points in it anyway, Mm -hmm. is that it might be a bombard, because you're lobbing something, instead of, like, just using a weapon at short range. Sure. Um, lash out with your scoop arm. Uh, fire Gatling gun, dogfight. Yeah, I can't decide if it's. Uh, you know, all all fan of the players. I'm gonna say it's battle for this one. Cool. Uh, I'll take it. And what I'll say is, uh, so you also have a, a less effect from this. So I'm going to say this is also going to be desperate limited. Uh, I actually uh, I've been wanting to do this. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I'm just checking to see how long this lasts. Cool. Uh, so this will last me a few minutes. Uh, Bella is, right before she grabs the tree, she is going to look over her shoulder at the doctor and grin and say, Hey, you want to see how well me and Volk really get along? Because that's why you're here, right? It is. Uh, and she is going to initiate the reflex adjustment and guidance engine. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm going to, for the audience at home, uh, read off this in brief. When activated, greatly enhances the pilot's abilities at the cost of their survival instincts for several <laughs> minutes. This may improve your position and effect in maneuvering. You Oof. also can possibly suffer the consequences death wish and possibility hallucinations, which can be resisted as normal. The mm. modified position effect and any consequences that come to pass last until the end of the next scene. So, so cool. at the very least, for your uh, scuffle with this uh, uh, sniper who you are rapidly approaching, you will be able to, uh, fiction depending, get either a boost to uh, effect or circumstance. I'll say in this case we're give, we're going to give it to effect okay. because you were just now chucking this thing with completely devoid of inhibition. <laughs> right. So instead, we'll call this a desperate standard effect. Cool. <sighs> I'm so afraid of these dice. <laughs> oh my god a well, crit oh my gosh Jesus. <laughs> so what happens Fuck is that yes. this, um, as the way a critical as the way criticals work this is now retroactively a desperate great uh, <laughs> as you pick up this tree this entire like tw- like the tree is probably a- as tall as your mech if not taller mm-hmm. mm. But you pick it up, and it's because it's relatively light, and you just chuck it like a spear. And uh, you watch as he lines up the shot, and we get the shot of the tree just, like, 
careening into his sniper rifle yes. and <laughs> shattering it into pieces and then tearing off an arm behind it. Mm. Um, oh. I'm going to say, oh, Sniper was already at three of six dealt with. Sniper is now at six of six dealt with. Excellent. Nice. Uh, hell yeah. The sniper sure is no longer a threat. Capture Because you just destroyed his sniper rifle and his, shoot, his main shooting arm. Excellent. <laughs> Get it. Hey, it's ours like, now. Yeah, I was going yeah, to say, say see if you could get that mech. <laughs> yeah, are you gonna are you gonna try and uh, do that? Yeah. Go for your go for your spoils, as it were. We're gonna, just, we're gonna secure this just, mech. Just just uh, just fling it over your shoulder. <laughs> Great. How are you securing it? Oh, that's a good question. I think I think you come up on it, and it's a mech that looks kind of it, it not exactly the same, but like pretty similar to the one uh, that Tezneem guy mm -hmm. from earlier was piloting. Like it's kind of this. Uh, sleek black almost like i would say it has kind of a samus aran kind of silhouette oh, like cool. this, nice. these big blocky shoulders and everything with this like but it also looks a little bit like uh i think my, my touchstone here is like june from uh halo reach okay. which is to say like cool sniper cloak uh big ammo like tied to the shoulder of the mech kind of deal uh but right now is like splayed back on the ground with just half of, like, one of its arms completely ruined. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Volk is gonna stand over them, and Bella flips on open comms and, uh, says Now, do you want me to do that to the other arm, or are you gonna get out of your robot? Sounds like a command to me, boss. <laughs> uh, obviously, this is now a... Uh, I think this is still a risky situation because, you know, anything's possible still. I wouldn't necessarily say you're completely in control here, sure. especially considering you're uh, coasting on some kind of uh, me mechanized amphetamine high or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but I will give you great because you at this point have him, like, at, at your mercy, more or less. Um, so give, I am, me, give me a give me a, a risky grab. I'm still gonna push myself for okay. an extra dice. Um, um, this is going to be stress instead of yeah. instead of quirks because it's a pilot action. Mm -hmm. There's a four. There's a four. Uh, so what I'll say is a risky consequence and success here. Uh, what I'll say is uh, I'm going to start a clock. Yeah, four four seems reasonable. Uh, this this is going to be called a uh, sniper requisition, let's say. Okay. And I'm going to set this to uh, that was a standard. No, that was great mm -hmm. actually. So I'm going to give you three on it. Cool. Nice. Uh, and what you get is uh, <clears throat> the pilot, right? Uh, that like that says like over open comms like all right, all right, all right, take it easy. Uh, cockpit opens like somewhere. I think in this in this mech's case, it's like the neck almost, or like just Ooh. below the neck. Mm. Uh, pilot just completely in like all black tactical gear, not really identifiable anyway. Steps out, hands up. Um, for consequences here, on a risky, I get two points worth. I'm liking this this points consequence system. By the way, feels a little more organic. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what are the ones that can come mm. from? There's one that was possibility hallucinations that I like. <laughs> um, I think what happens here is... What the fuck is possibility? Hold on. I have to look and see if there's actually any text in the main book about what possibility hallucinations are. Because I like the sound of that. I immediately have an assumption about what it might be. Mm -hmm. But I'm not... What's your assumption of what it would be? 
it sounds like rage is like like a big like sort of mind booster thing Mm -hmm. so to me i would assume that's like a situation where you have like near like precognitive abilities but it might feed you like wrong information about things that could happen yeah that's what i was thinking i was just trying to see if there was like a description of it as it was but it's left i think perhaps intentionally vague right uh so i think what happens here is uh for risky consequence yeah i think it's just that uh you are having there he steps out hands up and i think there's like a moment where you like as red are certain he's about to like draw some kind of weapon oh okay um like and i think how because i'm just flying completely by the seat of my pants i think the way this manifests is is that like whatever the next thing you do is it is made with the assumption that you think he is about to try and like pull out some kind of like anti-vehicle holdout weapon or something like that okay. like you feel threatened for your life whatever the situation is sure yeah that makes so sense. what are you doing then um i feel like hamstringing your actions in that way is like enough of a consequence no i think that's i think that's totally fine i just kind of have to consider yeah. if red is feeling kind of paranoid like this i think what she does is she is actually going to get out of her mech um, oh. which is a thing oh. she never does. She tells, she obviously tells Doc to, you know, stay put, don't move. Sounds a little, you know, on edge. Uh, and I am going to mark uh, a shotgun. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Because she keeps one uh, under the seat in, in bulk, <laughs> just in okay, case Okay, what's a cool shotgun look like? Um, yeah. We've established that we like cool guns in our cool aesthetic guns. discussion <laughs> stuff. Uh, and we I know what your pistol would look like if you brought it with you, mm-hmm. but what does your shotgun look like? Um, I think the shotgun looks like, like, I guess just because we were talking about this before game time, but like the really chunky combat shotguns from Fallout 4. Ooh, you know, great. with like the with like the wood grain handles and like the pump action on it, mm-hmm. um, and so she is actually going to uh, open the cockpit and you know take the gun with her and say you know, and I guess because I have a gun I can do this, uh, say get off the mech completely and get on the ground. All right, uh, this sounds like another command. I think my instinct here is that the is that the uh, what is it? the hallucination consequence pushing this back to desperate mm-hmm. but i think it's still great because you still have them at your mercy basically okay does the gun do anything like um i think the gun keeps it great even though you're getting out of your mouth okay i'll take that um because he technically now has you in a place where if he were to be punished for it mm-hmm. he could like draw a pistol and shoot you or something yeah exactly. where he couldn't before but oh a three that's a three um mm. i'm wondering if i want to take any more stress or just roll with the consequences but i wouldn't fill anything on that clock with a Uh, three i could hmm yeah i can't immediately i don't don't have any guidance for you here do you want to leave that or do you want to my only option really is to take more stress and i only have well no wait one two three i've got six to work with no you don't you you have three to work with. Oh, okay. I was wondering. I those was... are those are there for if you get upgrades that give you more stress. 
Oh, okay. Then, uh... It's just like blades. You only have nine. Okay, I was... I, you know what? That's good to know, because I was working under the <laughs> assumption that I did not mm-hmm. have nine. Whoops. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, let's just see how this plays. All right. So, on your desperate failure, uh, abject failure, no progress is made uh. towards uh, this, um, I think what happens is there is a moment of, like, like, you step out of your mech, you threaten him. Uh, there is this uh, moment, just, like, haziness as you step away from the mech, basically, mm-hmm. as you're, like, kind of whatever sympathetic impulses that help you pilot Volk so well, like, kind of, like, suddenly deteriorate a little bit. Mm. Um, and what happens is, in this moment of hesitation, the pilot does draw a gun and shoots at you. Okay. Oh, shit. Like, he notices his chance to take control of the situation, sure. and he takes it. Um, so what happens is... Yeah, I think this is just going to be really direct... Uh, you are going to take level three harm gunshot. Uh, can I Ooh. resist that? Yeah, obviously you can. Uh, you can spend stress as normal or mark. I don't think you actually have the gear slots to mark any more armor, so you can spend stress as normal. Okay, how much? Or stress? which roll stress as normal, which is to say, uh, you would roll two D mm-hmm. uh, because that's your resolve track, um, and then you take whatever the highest number you get is, and it's six minus that number is how much stress you'd spend. You might take a scar, but honestly, I'm down, like, yeah. I think that that could be worth it. I think so, but too. Also, but on the other hand, hold on, let me think. If So if you have three if you have three harm, that means you can't do stuff without being helped. Mm-hmm. Can you you either do... need help, or I believe you need to push yourself to roll unassisted, is I believe yeah. the other thing. Um, would you still be able to do, like, mech actions normally? Uh, I mean... If it's just mech actions, I think the answer is probably. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and if, if there's any doubt, I think at least specifically in Red's case with Vulcanhund, mm-hmm. the answer mm-hmm. is probably, yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Because you have, you, your control of Vulcanhund is kind of uh, a weird, a, a point of weirdness. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, uh, I think it's safe to say like worst case scenario, if you fall back into Vulcanhund, <laughs> yeah. maybe not like the end of the world. But so I guess the question is, are you going to try and resist this or are you going to take that level three harm on the chin? What do you think, Owen? You're kind of the, you're the, you're the boss here. The so literal. I will say the, the other consequence here uh, is that aside from taking level three harm, it will, uh, regardless of whether you resist it or not, you are going to lose those two ticks on your project clock for healing. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Um, so... I'm thinking uh, if if so if you get shot that is you basically being taken is close to being taken out of action but you also have someone there to help you you got the doc right um, who might be at least pull you back into the into the yeah mech. The, the the doc is ostensibly not going to let you die if she can help it <laughs> right. because yeah. you because her being taken captive by adverse isn't necessarily mm-hmm. good for them anyway yeah mm-hmm. uh, um, so. On the other, um, on the other hand, you can resist that. But if you do do overstress, that could also take you out of it. Now, right. here's the thing: I will say, unlike blades, uh, taking stress is not necess- Like getting taking a stress out, so to speak, is not necessarily an immediate end to the things that you can do in the That's heist. Tr- really, that's true. There's some there- like 
There's like there's, a weird. There's like, a thing called dire yeah. actions, which I think you <laughs> specifically would note oh, as yeah. a move. They related to a move option on your sheet for uh, which one is it? Is it last stand? It's last yeah, stand. it's last yeah, stand. Yeah, okay. I was wondering them. about dire uh, actions. Dire actions are a thing where when you stress out or break down. Uh, I mean, we're talking about this. You should, if you're thinking you should resist, you should roll resist. Okay. Otherwise, like you are going to be thrown back into your mech, basically. Let's just try to resist uh, for, it. Yeah, see how it goes. Roll, roll me two d6. Mm. Well, uh, well, you would spend four stress to resist. Oh no! Which I think means that you do. Oh no! Which means you stress out. Great. Now, let's go over the rules for stressing out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, when the pilot reaches their ma- their maximum stress, nine stress in most cases, they can either lead the situation quietly to lick their wounds or push on recklessly. If they remove themselves quietly, the pilot heals all stress and chooses scars suitable to the event that filled their last stress box. See scars below. Uh, which I should say, also, go ahead and mark your level 2 harm for, like, uh, clipped, I guess, is a good one. You get, like, clipped in the shoulder instead of, like, shot directly in the gut. Mm-hmm. Uh, channeling Arden, yeah. uh, actually, Ooh. really appropriately. <laughs> um, so, you can bow out now. Mm-hmm. Uh the pilot heals all stress, uses a scar, etc. They leave the current situation in a terrible state, but can return later at an appropriate time during the mission. Oh. Cool. Ooh. So you could actually like be out for a couple of scenes and then come back, depending how long things ran. Okay. Uh, if they push on recklessly, they can take a dire action. A dire action lets the pilot ignore their existing harm or damage penalties. Mm. They cannot spend stress on this action, nor can they make resistance rolls since their stress is maxed out, but quirks can be exhausted as normal if you take vehicle actions. If they get a six on their dire action, they can take another dire action when they next act, potentially (laughs) allowing them to press onward for the rest of the scene. If the result is a five or lower, or they choose to take no further actions, that is their last action. On a result of less than six, they suffer consequences as normal. After taking their last action, or at the end of the scene, they receive an appropriate level 3 harm and are removed from the scene in bad shape. With their stress maxed out, uh, several things happen on your turn, stress heals completely, they get a scar, etc, etc. Okay. However, the last wrinkle on this, if a player rolls a critical success on their dire action... They heal one stress instead of gaining improved effect. Oh. They are no longer taking dire actions, which means they return to acting normally, and they avoid taking a scar and instead take a level and level three harm caused by a dial- and by the dire action. <laughs> wow! So if you really want to gamble, you could try and shoot for doing something that would give you a risk of possibly rolling a critical and getting out of this uh, scot free. Uh. Uh, however, there are also options for you to. Uh, take the L. However, uh, my instinct here is that taking the L, uh, however we prioritize this fiction, it's not necessarily going to do anything for getting uh, the VIP out of the mission area. Uh, it's mm. not going to necessarily mean she gets turned over to adverse, but it might mean like you retreat or something like that okay. to in a significant way. Okay, so I wouldn't be able to just like, you know, Get. You know, you can't like just like not be like, okay, I'm taking this to bolt from the mission and complete my objective. Right. Hmm. Like it's going to be a setback regardless. Okay. Hmm. Kind of wishing I had taken the harm after all of this now. Um, uh, you know. Let's. You know what? Let's try What's to that? do this dire action thing. Okay. So what are you going to do for your dire action as things are looking real bad? 
Um, hmm. I think the thing I'm going to try to do is at the very least get back into... Well, because this guy is now shooting at me. Ooh! Uh, never mind. I know what I'm going to do. I'm what going to doing? use the... Da, 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 da. I have to look real fast. Hold what on. I have oh, no. it. Sorry. You gotta tell me. <laughs> what? You gotta tell me. What is it? I'm trying to know. find it. It's the, the fine remote vehicle control, but I thought... It's in your pilot gear. I'm looking at it right now. Okay, well, I only have four con- I only have four declared. I thought it was a free thing, is the no, thing. No, you have... Okay. There you go. Uh, well, I'm going to take um, that. Yeah, you only had four declared because you declared the armor and you declared the shotgun, and that's it. Okay, okay, my bad. Right? Um, I thought it yeah. was a free thing. I was wrong. That's why I was I was looking for something in italics. Anyways, um, gotcha. I am actually going to use that, and as Bella is, like, recoiling back from, you know, getting shot at, she is going to, uh, so the, the fine vehicle remote controls are actually in her arm, so she just kind of, like, twitches her fingers a couple times, and Volk is going to actually, uh, kind of make, like, a wide swing in the attempt to hit this guy and at the very least clear a way for them to get the hell out. You are going to hit the man shooting you with the Mac. Yes. You sure okay. don't want to just grab him? Okay, okay I guess I'm, grab I'm him. I'm only asking, I'm only asking because at mech scale, it is assuredly going to be lethal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, there is no way this will not be, this will not kill uh, him. And we've already, uh, we probably shouldn't, wait, does it say... Do not kill you are not supposed to kill pilot. adverse pilots. Damn it, I was hoping it would yeah. be the kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. No, so I, adverse I, pilots. I, uh, Damn. It's I this guy in Tez name, too. Damn it. Okay. I specifically made that vague knowing that this is going to get popped at some point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, then, all right, in that case, to uh, to grab him. We'll, all right. We'll do that um, instead. So you're having Volt grab him. That is going to be a manipulate. Manipulate. If you're trying to grab him without killing him, that is going to be a manipulation. Damn. Well, I don't have any dice uh, in that. You know what? I'm going to do another tactical genius. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was going to save these for helping out uh, Golden Boy because they would be more effective because of our special bond. Um, but yeah, sorry. Sniper, we're in a lot of sniper mech. No, no. I, I would rather have a sniper mech. <laughs> I would yeah, let, no, rather have this cool yes. mech okay. with a sniper. <laughs> okay. Now, yes, to be fair, so... the sniper has been like the the gun and arm are completely destroyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but... so sit- at, we at least have like the chassis. The situation that he would have done here, and again, it just comes down to like, I assume like tweaking like the mech programming or something like that. But like, um, just if we want to get mechs and we don't want to kill people. I have to assume that, like, just snatching people out of cockpits is an effective thing here. So maybe there's, like, a subroutine for that. Or maybe even, you know what? Maybe I, like, maybe we put, like, a little padding on the hands. I was going to say, Barrier Brass did tell you to put on kid gloves, so it's entirely possible you literally put kid gloves on the box. I think it's very funny. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm just say, imagining Vulcanhund with like oven mitts on right now. Oh my god, yes. I'm, I'm going to say, uh, because of the scale difference, I am going and also the fact that you are getting the assistance, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, uh, I'm going to say this is by default, uh I'm going to give you controlled great, I think, for the combination of the scale difference and also the fact that you spent an item on this. Mm-hmm. And then uh Owen can give you a dice to bring you up to one day. Okay. Yeah. Um 
I'm trying to think if there's a good collateral I could give you also so you could push out the two and maybe get a better result. Um, I don't know if I have anything. Sorry. It's okay. No, it's totally <laughs> I, fine. I, I can't think of anything that would be an interesting consequence to I've inflict definitely, on I've definitely failure, pushed so. myself yet again into one of those bad situations that always seems to happen. Uh, yeah, you know. uh, let's... God, I'm so afraid. Oh. A5 on a desperate crate is going to be enough. Okay. Uh, you snatch him with the arm. Uh, he is taken care of. Uh, I believe I said this because this was controlled. Uh, I don't even know that there is necessarily a consequence I can really inflict on you here that's going to make, <laughs> like, it's going to be interesting right. at all. Um, I think just the fact I mean, that I, I think what I'd say is it would probably be, a, if like, reduction of effect but like it would still be enough because you were at three or four sure you know yeah. i think it, i think it's literally as simple as it is okay. you snatch him and he's like trying to he tries to like shoot the mech hand with his fucking mm-hmm. like pilot scale weapon just doesn't do anything cool like, and i think i mean you tell me my instinct here is that between the bullet wound and like the altered brain chemistry it's literally just red passes out yeah i actually do <laughs> think it's it's basically just that it's it's the the combined uh like altered brain chemistry the wounds um and like the you know that like rush you get when like all of your stress is suddenly alleviated yeah uh mm-hmm. it's yeah. that that red just suddenly collapses on top of this this mech that she's downed <laughs> great um yeah uh we we i think we get a shot of just like of of dr barrett just going delta pilot delta wake up hey don't and then we like cut away uh so not knowing any of this is happening boston golden boy okay uh, as i recall (laughs) uh you're currently in tense negotiations with uh, a bunch of uh mech piloting high schoolers who Mm -hmm. you have convinced you that that you are uh secret uh part and parcel uh operatives uh, which is a lie mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. he, that they are calling to check to see if it's true. Right, uh, you've cut <laughs> one of their mechs in half and it is currently slowly beginning to sink. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other three are kind of floating around tensely, uh, okay. not exactly sure what to do. Uh, and you like, and what I'll say is, in the position you're in, you know, like it is a matter of maybe a minute or two tops before they figure out that you're completely full of shit. I would like to right. declare a thing on my load. Okay, what you doing? I'm gonna do find social data retrieval program. Oh shit! Oh Ooh. shit! Okay, tell uh, me about this that. This is a finely coded program that can expertly gather details about a target's personal life. Okay, Damn. so what what are you doing like Just real quick while dox they're, while these teens? I know. What are you doing uh, real quick while 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 they're trying to initiate this phone call with this member of a different uh, squad? Well, here's the thing. Can I look up the member of the different squad that they're getting to? Um, yeah, because this is someone who we established, like, they're someone that you've met in passing because of uh, Barrier Brass's own association with uh, that squadron. Mm-hmm. So there's someone who's, like, name you know. Okay. And, like, you could probably, like, find their social media presence and, like, start something from that, depending what you're trying to do. Uh, what was that, uh, uh, what was that, the, the name again? The name was uh, Cleon Engel Seraf, I believe. Perfect. Um, so yeah, I'm going to. Hmm. So I I have my first instinct was to look up her schedule, 
and be like, no, she has a meeting, like, <laughs> listen, <laughs> or something like that, to look up her schedule and, like, like... My thing is, I don't know if it's going to stop them from trying to call. Mm-hmm. Um, um, is there a way that you could frame this that is you enhancing your lie? Okay. You could frame it as a... Sorry. You could frame uh, it as a bluff. Be- as a bluff? As a what? As a bluff. Be like, are you really going to call her? Like, while she's in the middle of a meeting? You know that'd make her really mad, right? Yeah. Oh, that would that would probably work. Yeah, that that's kind work. of what I want to go about. <laughs> Um, mm. you might be able to make that happen depending on your role here. Okay. So I think because of what this is, is, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm debating because I think they're at this point they're bought in the lie. So I'm inclined to say this is actually going to be a, uh, I'm going to call this a study because the thing that you're doing here is specifically using this program mm-hmm. to gather the information about who she might be meeting with. As I talk. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Cause like they're, they're already kind of bought into the lie. So as long as you can supply the, the info, that's probably the more important part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say this is risky still, cause you're in a risky situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the fine social data retrieval plan plan would bump this to a great. Cool. Got and it's it. going to be a study. And I'm going to pull up my two. I got a names. six in there. Uh how many sixes? Just, Just one. one. Oh, that's still good for a for a risky great. Um, yes, yeah, so you know they're meeting with someone named uh named Grom Cranson. Hell yeah. <laughs> Very to me now, I like So it. I'm gonna be like, you really gonna call her right in the middle of her meeting with Cranson? And you see, I, I think, like, accidentally over open comms, like, like you hear someone with a, uh, let's say a kind of, uh, I think it's someone with a kind of more uh, somber voice almost, like, man, we cannot bother Cranston right now. We'd be in so much shit. And then you hear <laughs> the girl who's kind of, like, commanding them. It's like, shut up, 44. Look. <sighs> I love that 44 is the one that I'm standing on right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, no, you're totally right. No, in that case, no, uh, it wouldn't be 44, it'd be 13. Okay, good. (laughs) Um, The voice does not change. I forgot my numbers off the top of my head. Uh, 44 is a different person. Uh, But uh, the the one who's taken kind of the commanding commanding position, this young woman, is like, just kind of like, you hear her, like, kind of like, ah, fuck. Um... The ace's shook is going to jump from four to seven of ten. Nice. Uh, because that was a great success. So they're, I think, and I think what's happening here is they're, like, trying to find a another way that they can confirm your identity or otherwise. Do you have anything that you're going to immediately follow that up with, boss? Or are you going to... I've got... I do, in fact, have a plan. Okay, tell me what you have in mind before I think too hard about what their actual next move is. Because if you want to, like, if you are coming in for the one-two punch, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this has happened. That Like, every, they've been jostled around. I think it's time to just, like, give them an ultimatum, I think. And okay. so what I'm going to do, and let me know if you uh, need, would it take a manipulate check to pick up the busted mech? Um, it would depend on the situation. I think because you're, 
still in a risky position where they don't trust you, it would require the roll, just because, again, like, they might react poorly to you trying to do it more than the difficulty of you doing a thing, if that makes any sense. Gotcha, yeah. But, like, if they trusted you to do it, that's just something you could do, because, like, you don't need to be especially gentle or precise with a picking up an entire mech. Yeah, okay. Um, hmm. Well, I do not have any manipulate, is the thing. <laughs> Yeah, so I was going to say, if you're going to try and just go do that right now, it would be a problem. But, like, if you were able to convince them to let you, that's something you could do without effort. Okay, um, because what I was going to do... You know what? Let me just put... Let me just lay my whole plan on the table. Yeah, my, tell me what My idea, do. which had been my idea for the last week or so, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. had been to, like, pi- uh, been to, like, pick up the mech and be like, hey, listen, you're wasting our time. Like, let us go, or we are taking... uh, Like, let us go, and we'll let you have the person inside this. That's brutal. Uh, I don't actually... I I think the actual issue with that plan specifically would be that they would, like decide that we were hostile they're not they're not the hostage they're not they're not the type to uh cotton to uh actually being beaten at their own hostage taking game mm-hmm. <laughs> so they would either yeah. not let you or they just be like fine fucking take them yeah that's the that's the thing um it was partially because i needed a way to justify getting the mech you mm-hmm. know yeah um, but i think the thing is like if you can convince them right. like more than anything like I can see there's there's definitely ways of you continuing to talk your way out of the situation where you can leave with the mech or mm-hmm. something else. But okay. I don't want to like steer as 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 someone who's GMing this. I don't want to like okay. steer you in a particular course of action. You know. Well, I know I know the perfect way to escalate any situation. Which so is, I'm gonna mark some gear um, mm-hmm. on my mech, and this is one I've had in mind for a while. Um, I'm going to mark heavy cannon and how this looks is that there's like some like rails and stuff on the back of the kraken Uh and um this and they like kick into action and so this um okay so like a harpoon gun like one that would be on a on the deck of a whaling ship shrunks onto the shoulder of uh the kraken and like starts like sort of swiveling in the in the angle of the present uh, of like the still active mechs and is like listen you're wasting our time too here's the situation right now i am pointing a gauss harpoon launcher at you you are going to let us go and on our way out we're just going to take this bit of salvage fair and square if you're polite about this, uh, we'll let you have the person inside as a parting gift. Okay, uh, I mean, that is going to sound like a command to me. Can I? Yep, can I? Um, it definitely is. This is, this is desperate because you mm-hmm. are pushing the situation to uh, yep. possibly return to violence. Would you be okay um, with me uh, coming in to assist with a follow-up uh, mention thing to say? Um, you, I think that would count, I think that would count towards help. Um, I think if you also wanted to just, like, help me scoop up the mech, that would probably factor in. Yeah, I probably Whichever one. Uh, I was gonna say, before you do the assist, I was going to say, this is desperate, great, is what I'm gonna give you, because you are spending the mech. Oh, excellent. You're spending the mech gear specifically to add intimidation factor here, even though it's, like, a weapon weapon. So, Uh 
All right. So what's okay. the assist you, you were going to do, uh, I w- uh, Golden Boy? I'll- I am still down one die because of offended, uh, so that would help, but mm-hmm. also boosting my standing would not be terrible either. Hmm. Well, I was going to add to this, like, and hey, if you co- if you come with us, we we could we could sign off on on this as being um, helping with the professional level for you. <laughs> oh, hey, using their fucking <laughs> credit yeah. against them, yeah. I respect it. Yeah, yeah go ahead and, and take your uh, either reduced risk or extra die from that. You know uh, what? That uh, sounds uh, like you tell me. That sounds like a reduced risk to me based on context. And also, you know what? I'm going to fucking push myself into, like, as close to a scar as I can because I want to just be done with this. So, Okay, Uh, give me your roll then. Okay. Knowing it's going to be a risky great with one dice is what it sounds like. Two. Um, Yeah, one dice. Oh, I'm also... And then Oh, you're pushing yourself. So you're pushing yourself. So it's going to be risky great and then two dice. Yeah. And then, wait... Aren't I also? Am I not getting help? I thought you said. I thought you said you wanted the help to make your position better. Oh, oh right, you, right. Oh, um, wait. How many does Giuseppe have with you? Not what you have with Giuseppe. Just, just one. Yeah. Just, okay. Just so the it would one, be yeah. your choice between either it's still desperate and you get a third dice, or it's uh, risky and you stay with the two. Uh, you see, if I <laughs> if I succeed, which is what I'm really pushing in for, it doesn't matter, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it, yeah, it shouldn't because it would like again. You're at seven of ten with them, so a great success that is unmitigated by consequence, uh, as which is to say, I don't inflict less effect as a consequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, will shake them. Okay. Um, um. However, you know, uh, I think it's still up to you whether you uh, want this to be less risky or get an extra die. Um. Let's get an extra yeah. die. Let's go all in. Saren's, all right. uh, Sarah set a precedent for me. No, so three yeah, because I like I like your chances better with three dice. Three dice. Okay, six, let's, let's, let's go, go. go, 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 go. Okay, I got five. There. Okay, few, I need, and that was the third die yeah. too. I needed it. <laughs> yeah. So, I think the obvious thing we're going to get here is first your your great success for this is that Ace's shook is going to finish. Uh, so it's going to be the end of your encounter with them. Yes. Uh, but I have to think about the consequences real quick. I can't believe you guys didn't actually like. physically fight a bunch of ace pilots. It's like I mean, the <laughs> it's like the exact opposite of how we did this. Sarah, just did to be fair, I did karate bit. chop one mech in, in half. half. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's true. And they were like, okay, maybe we should talk this over. Um, so for your desperate consequences, let's see. You know what? Here's an idea that I like. Mm-hmm. Which is to say, uh, Something that will probably be an issue later, but will mm-hmm. still allow you to to exfiltrate from the mission successfully, is that one of these pilots is going to follow you Ooh. to make sure you're on the up and up. And they're going uh, to find out the hard way that you're not, but mm-hmm. they are going to follow you. Okay. We don't have to worry about them like doing anything to us, but they're going to fucking snitch, is what you're saying. Yeah, so like... Depending on how that resolves, which you can get to whenever we do downtime. Um, but what I think is going to happen is one of these pilots, uh, I'll figure out which, is going to actually basically follow you. Um, and then there will be narrative consequences for that later. Is what okay. I think is, is what, I, what I think I'm going to inflict here for a desperate consequence. Because there's nothing I can really, like, there's not, I cannot make you, like, I can't, dist- I can't, like, make you fail a mission objective at this point because you kept it from being damaged pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the other two objectives are with the other two. 
So what I'll say is, if you two are exiting the mission here, mm-hmm. uh, you're good. Okay, I'm down for that. Uh, I also have a perfect scene segue in mind. Okay, let's roll with it. Hit me. Okay, like, as this, like, I have to assume that there is some, like, you know, parting arrangements as, like, you know, we then turn and now I've got, like, the mech under my shore. (laughs) I have to assume we had to, like, I had to, like, hold up the boat mech so that the person in it could, like, hop out and, like, crawl into the... I'm imagining you're just holding up like one half of the mech in each hand. (laughs) Yeah, but like the pilot had to like get picked up by one of their allies. Yeah, I think it's um. Uh, tell me what. Tell you what. Roll me one d three. Okay. Real quick. Because I have an order that I'm listing the pilots in, and I'm just going to. uh, Okay, so you rolled a two. Mm Mm-hmm. So you hand them off uh to. Who do I have these listed in? Okay. Yeah, okay. So you hand off this pilot to the big one who was mm. battling you, and then the one who sounds like the leader is the one who goes with you. Cool. The, All right. the, the young the young girl. She's like, I'm going to follow you out to wherever your exfiltration point is. You don't have to tell me, but I'm going mm-hmm. to make sure you're you're not you're who you say you are one way or another. Sounds good. All right, uh, that's not a problem to me because I am who I say I am. And then I'm going to cut comms, and I'm going to, um, I'm, I'm going to like do like an open channel to the team, and it's like, all right, Stiletto and Red, we are ready to exfiltrate. There has been a complication, but nothing that will prevent us from uh, completing the mission on our end. How are you two holding up? Uh, it's bad out here, boss. Okay, red. Uh, red. The, red. The, there's no. There's no response. Obviously. Ah, shit. God damn it. Okay, stiletto. Okay. You take care of whatever you have to over there, and then get out. Okay. All right. Um, and with that, you and uh, Golden Boy and your escort uh, exit the scene, so to speak. Uh, presumably to exfiltrate successfully somewhere on the other end of the Maruto say. At that note, we cut back to uh, Stiletto, seems the appropriate choice here, mm-hmm. as you are kind of staggering. Well, not at this point, you're probably back up already, because it's been like, you know, a, a few minutes. Or a okay. moment or two. You're kind, of, you're kind of in the middle of your scuffle of Tesneem still. Yeah, uh, so... You're kind of worried about... Uh, the how much damage you've taken relative to how little he has, considering you did not ever know Tasneem to be a particularly good pilot. Yeah, <laughs> not to plus, say he uh, was bad, but he was never like exceptional or anything, and he's like kind of kicking your ass. Yeah, that, I don't appreciate this whatsoever. But also, <laughs> uh, Red's not on comms for some, not responding to comms for some reason, and mm-hmm. uh, Slotto's also probably getting uh, bitching from the passenger compartment they're like he's like oh i think this is broken so uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah there's some there's there's some uh you 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 are noticing there is a there is a request for like communications on your screen that you're probably just ignoring (laughs) yeah stiletto's gonna mute that and uh like so it's like shit okay so redheaded north so stiletto's going to um you know, 
she's going to curse herself because she's probably going to think of something good to say to Tasneem later. But, you know, for now, skip it. She's just going to, like, uh, move as quickly as possible north to try to find out what happened to Red. If All she right. Needs, uh, extracted or just sort of, you know, Te- to notify Tasneem's- the next of kin. Now, Tasneem <laughs> is going to give chase, and it's going to be pretty even because you're both the same size class mech. So my question is, actually, I don't even know if you can spend any more. Yeah. No, you I can. S- you can spend one, but that's not enough for a, not for the movement a mobility suite. suite or anything like that. It could. Well, I've I been thinking I could spend my last one on the chaff countermeasure to, yeah. uh, to like uh, baffle the sensors and then do a maneuver roll to try to like disappear into the forest. I like the sound of that. Sure. Give yeah. me a desperate grate for that on your maneuver. Hell yeah. And I'm giving so, you the great because of the, the chaff countermeasure. Yeah, so I am all maxed out on gear now, unfortunately. Alright, so... Desperate great. Oh, I got 1d6 in maneuver. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, boy. You could push yourself with... Uh, well, no, you'd, no you... No, I have to use a quirk. A quirk. But you are going to enter breakdown, which is kind of like the thing that Red went through, but a little more... <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we're both screwed, so that's no good. Yeah, um, Marty using the gear, so that's no good. Um, yeah, the gear pushes at the grate from yeah, what, what all right. would be nope. standard or nothing to less. do but uh, grip my roll teeth, it. roll that, uh, get that desperate. Uh, I could probably give you collateral of some kind if you want it. Uh, no, that's okay. I, I I'm putting the XP for the under expertise here, and I got a four. Okay. Oh, mixed. So, Thank God. What I think happens here is uh. Because I'm not giving you a clock for getting to red, because I think it's just something you can do. But I think we get like a scene with some cut, with some shots cut where you were like using these countermeasures to like, like dodge not just to like get out of his sight, but also like when he fires weapons at you, you're using it to throw off like missile tracking and shit like that. Yeah, and you're just like using think... like macross barrage and like hitting yeah. Trees and so what I'm... I think happens here is I'm going to. Um, what would be a good consequences here for the desperate great? So the great is that you get there, and I think I'm going to actually give you a tick on Tasneem still, because I think you have exhausted some of his uh, weapon resources <laughs> in this whole chase. So I'm going to go ahead and set him to four uh, instead, and just say that you're able to get to uh, where Red is. Um, as for desperate consequences, I think what happens is that... Uh, yeah, you know what? Um, actually, what level of consequence is that? Because I want to know how many points it's worth, because I'm still going to do three. Yeah, so here's worth something worth two points. That chaff countermeasure you've been using is spent. You spent mm. all your chaff. It is now mm. junk. You have okay. to repair it during downtime. So Ooh. I'm going to go ahead and mark that this is junk. Uh, you cannot benefit from this anymore Okay. Uh, until it is fixed. Uh, the other thing that happens, because I still have another point or two to work with, depending, I'll say one, is that uh, I'll abstract it a little bit. You get there, you get to where Red is, and you notice the scene's pretty much under control. Uh, you, the mech is holding something in its hand. You can't tell what. It's standing mm-hmm. there still. Uh, I think actually at this point, uh, because it takes you like a couple minutes to get there, uh, the scientist VIP is actually down on the sniper vehicle with its cockpit open and is putting uh, what the viewer would recognize as like uh, 
Oh, you know what it totally is? Is it's something that looks almost like, but doesn't look like uh, Red's arm, like the robot mm. arm. Mm. It's similar, but like it's not. It's like not doesn't have the mech plating on it. And she is putting that inside the other mech uh, when she sees you approach and is momentarily uh, relieved to see you there uh, until uh, Tasneem appears shortly <laughs> thereafter. <laughs> Well, looks like there's a party happening. What the hell happened over here? I love Fran so much. So, um, that's a rhetorical question. Uh, Stiletto yeah, is I was gonna say, going I, to I, I scoop think, I think up seeing red. that this is happening, uh, like, what happens is that Dr. Barrett just, just, like, very visibly just goes, oh, fuck, and then, like, <laughs> starts doing that mech, that scurry thing where, like, the uh, wheelchair kind of, the wheels kind of unfurl into big digitigrade like, legs, and she, like, climbs the side of the Volk trying to scurry <laughs> back into the cockpit. Like, okay, can you, like, remote control that thing? Because we got to get out of here. I... Uh, and like you have a moment response where Fran is just like I know I know I know I am working on it and then like fiddles with a thing and then suddenly the sniper mech starts to stand up as she's fiddling with this device excellent cool 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 Fran's so So. cool (laughs) Saturn you made a cool bunny (laughs) I made a a cool bunny I'm obligate to the bunny likers I know to make cool bunnies anyway um Uh, this is as this is happening, you notice Tasneem is going is like starting to go for Volk. Uh, oh shit! Uh, Dali is gonna intercept with like uh, the force, like the force field buckler and the rapier to like mm-hmm. uh, just to protect. Uh, hey, Fran there's actually and Volk. A, that's actually a thing you can do. I saw that yeah. the other day. There's actually a defend defend uh, people thing for this. Uh, no, for. Protect a teammate. Yeah, it's team. It's teamwork actions. Oh, okay. Uh, let's look that up real quick so mm. I can actually so, uh, know. I don't about... know if it. I don't know if it actually applies here, but I saw that so I when think, I was looking I at my team... sheet the other day. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think teamwork actions might be a thing where it's like it would protect you from consequences during an action. Okay, but uh, protect allies. Is that it? Pro- uh, no. Protect a teammate is what it's called. Sorry. Oh, describe how you maneuver yourself to take a consequence that would otherwise affect a squad mate. So ah, yeah, okay. uh, that would be to like if if Red was active in the scene, was doing something, oh, okay. you could maneuver yourself to take consequences on Red's. Behalf. My bad. Sorry. I'm glad to know that's there though. No, you're you're good. That's very I just wanted to check. Uh, but yeah. Next so, time we're in a uh, fight, I gotta remember I can like dive in front of consequences. <laughs> Yeah, this is probably still a battle to me because you're positioning with shield and sword basically to take this, is my impression. Shit, okay. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to give you desperate. I'm going to give you great. Like, desperate because it's desperate. Great because you... You know what? I will... Yeah, I'm going to say great because you're using uh, the shield and force field specifically and the melee is just going to be what lets you actually like turn this into something that maybe damages Tasneem also. Yeah, um, sounds good. Okay. Alright, so I'm just gonna yeah. mark that. Another another 1d6 situation. Oh, uh, I mean, it's, it's, I'm gonna say it's still great. I, I just remembered you have the less effect, but I am going to say it's still great because I'm. I'm it's okay. <laughs> Alright, so. Okay, four ups, come on. Yes. Five. Hey, okay, another mixed. So, uh, what happens here is on your great. So, Tasneem is bumped to uh, seven of eight, which I think, which I'm going to say is like you are able to intercept him and, like, get a good stab in with this thing. I think we actually get a shot of, like, you thrusting with it, and it punctures his cockpit and oh, like, shit. misses Ooh. him by, like, a foot. 
Oh, Damn. Cool. The, because the thing that I thought about with the rapier is also that it is, I think, specifically an anti-pilot weapon, mm-hmm. which is to say you can end a fight real quick if you just sort of fish that pilot right out of there. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, you nearly hit him. Uh, his mech's looking worse for wear. Uh, for the desperate consequences, though, um, I think he's still he's using that energy katana of his, Travis Touchdown, like, mm-hmm. I think what happens is he gets a pretty wide sweep in. Shit. Okay. Um, and this is going to be a level... It's going to be a... Yeah, you know what? I like this, actually. I'm going to disperse the consequences here a little bit between every player on the field because it seems appropriate for what's happening. Uh, I think it's you take a level one damage, which is going to be bumped to level two because you're full up on level ones. Yeah. Volk takes a level one damage. Oh, shit. Uh, which, actually, no. not. I'm not going to give Volk level one damage. What I am going to say, though, is that both the, uh, again, like, your scientist passengers and Fran are going to take damage from this. Okay. Shit. Ooh, okay. um, they're going to each take... Uh, um, I'm going to say that the uh, that Fran is taking just one because she's kind of like, like Volk gets kind of brushed a bit, and again, it's not like enough to do like big damage to the mech, but it's still enough to send like loose vehicle parts like careening into her, and she like takes a like a bad hit on the head from Shit. one, like not great. The other thing that's going to happen is again like energy beam just tears through like main body of your mech. Uh, LTRF stuff killed is at five. I think someone oh, actually shit. dies from this. Oh, oh shit. shit! Damn. I think straight up, like the the luxurious passenger space is like peeled open briefly, damn. and like someone actually gets like shit. hurt, like really badly, potentially killed, probably killed. Who knows? Oh man. Are you resisting any of these? You can absolutely. Uh, you have, yeah, you, I'm gonna. Well, you are spending quirks for it. Is the other thing. Mm. So you are going to put yourself in possible breakdown, which isn't the end of the world considering where you are. So, but yeah, uh, shit. I was okay. so. Um, I think you can afford to have your mech breakdown at this point because, assuming that we can then you know get it out of here, we can like fix it. But um, like I think if there's like yeah, one I want to resist. Left, I want to resist the um, LTRF staff killed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You are going to roll. Or no, it's not roll quirks. You have to spend quirks. Mm-hmm. I wonder, can you actually spend quirks if you don't have enough to spend, is my question. My instinct is yes. Like, how else would you go into breakdown? Yeah, that's my instinct is yeah. So I'm going to go and say, yeah, spend uh, your last quirk to resist that. I'm, gonna go um, for I'm, going, f- to, I'm going to call that a... I'm just going to say that on the consequence. I think it's fair. Um, so, so I'm going to bump that back down to three. Uh, and your last one that you marked is... Fast and brittle. So I think it's like last second dodge that protects the cockpit. I mean, not the cockpit, the uh, passenger, the passenger bit, space. But okay, like cool. uh, Blue Dahlia is like down like an arm or something. So mark that and then I'm... Well, don't worry about it right now. But yeah, do mark that. Um, okay, so now you're in breakdown. Tasneem's on the ropes, but so are you. Uh, rules for breakdown in mechs are pretty similar. Uh, you can either uh, like excuse yourself now, which is going to like look difficult, for, which is going to be bad for the situation you're in. Yeah, because, not really again, like red is defenseless, and you're yeah. Um, so you could either do that, which I don't think you're going to do, or you can take dire actions, which behave similarly and have similar consequences. Uh, you're still open to the consequences of your actions. Uh, you can ignore the effects of your damage on the mech, but uh, you you know uh, still take consequences. Can't push yourself, et cetera, et cetera. 
Okay. So what are you going to do? Um, I'm assuming you're taking a dire action. Yeah. Um, okay. All that's left. Sleto's just going to like scream and try to stab Tazneem as like much as possible while before Damn. her neck just completely shuts down. Mm-hmm. Like all, like her entire HUD is like blinking red in her face. That like it's like, hey, this vehicle should not be used. <laughs> so, like, seek, seek repairs immediately. Yeah, <laughs> structural integrity compromised, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to continue to say I think this is again another battle desperate. Great, absolutely. Okay, okay. So still nothing to push. Going back to that di- that uh, that coin yeah. flip here. Um, no. no. <laughs> okay. Come on. Oh um, no. <laughs> I want to offer you collateral because I don't want means. this to end too badly. What um, you got, Satan? Collateral here is that uh, you can get an extra dice. However, whatever way this ends up shaking out, I am going to junk two of your other vehicle gear. Uh, yeah, okay. Whether it's pass or fail, I'm going to jump to your vehicle here. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. You can do this. All right. Big money. Six. Oh, my God. That's oh. what you need. Big oh. money, no whammies. Oh, uh, the highest so, highs uh, and the lowest lows. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, you you tell me. Um, I'll, what I'll say is... Um, I mean, you could kill Tezneem right now. Uh, my inclination is if you were thinking of him as a possible rival, you maybe yeah. not want... And also Can like, I declare that now? Because he's really... don't want to, but you could. Yeah. Like, um, when, so when you do... tell me how it is you, you finish off his ability to, like, resist. Here. Um, so I figure he's going for a... Like, another swing. And you said you're going to, like, junk two of my... Uh, yeah, gear. I'm going to junk... If you're going to spend your gear to do this, you tell me what you're using that gets junked. Otherwise, I'll I'll make that decision myself. Okay. So, basically, what I think happens is Tezneem's going for another swing. Adalia intercepts, like, with... Just with, like, basically a suicide rush that, like, goes through the gut of, like, his mech. But by intercepting, like, the entire slash, Dahlia... Like, if, if you want to get, like, um, a melee weapon or two and the shield or force field, like... That's my thinking, is that... Yeah, Tazneem can just, your, like... Your, your, your double your double weapons here, just finishing this off. That's yeah, like, my instinct. Yeah, like, Tazneem can just, like, uh, with the katana, just, like, chop off both of Dahlia's arms. I think that's Damn. literally what happens, yeah. Cool. And it's, like, it's, but it's after you've already put the the... I think what happens is like the the rapier just goes through like the core reactor basically yeah. and it like has to switch off and move to auxiliary power so it doesn't like cause a meltdown and like the mech just like like his like we get a shot of Tezneem in the cockpit as the lights go out for a second and then come back on a little warmer and then like I think over open comms he's like alright Gabby you got me this time but watch the fuck out and he very quickly, I think, deploys this his his own chaff countermeasures, basically. Yeah. Like this big fucking ninja smoke bomb. And he's just gone. <laughs> nice. God damn it. Alright. And with that in the mind, technically you could continue taking dire actions, but I think you have basically dealt with all the threats that are in this mission. Yeah. Uh, uh, so with that, 
I like think Gabrielle and Blue Dahlia are just spent. <laughs> I think with that, you are able to exfiltrate both, uh, both your friend uh, <laughs> in piloting her mech, as well as uh, the, the scientist who is remote controlling a busted up sniper mech, uh, and you are able to safely exfiltrate from the area. Okay. And that is a successful mission. Woo! Yay, no dead adverse Yay. pilots. It's no so funny civilians. how the two different things took completely different tones yeah. and everything. <laughs> Instead of endangering yeah. any of these, uh, like, you know, vital targets, we just endangered ourselves. Over yeah, and over. It's, it's totally fine. <laughs> <high. laughs> I mean, we, I'm going to say this much because I am going to call, I am going to uh, generate, you know, do the scorekeeping etc etc uh off air as we prepare to do uh downtime next time uh i'm keep in mind the people you were supposed to be protecting were civilians you weren't supposed to endanger (laughs) (laughs) well they're still alive it's fine yeah no endangered civilians no damage to the shark bone reef i mean i i I use the word endanger for a reason That, the, the people, the people who were specifically moving the people around, did decide to get in fights instead of running away. Yeah, <laughs> but also yeah. we had like a like a, an expert sniper, so you know you gotta you gotta deal with that threat. You can't just uh, run away mm-hmm. from it because they'll just snipe uh, you while you're running away uh, from command, it. Command would have told you why the fuck did you actually put them in mechs if you were actually planning to fight. <laughs> We weren't planning to fight with them, but then a fight happened, so you got to see it through. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm, I'm sure no one's going to be upset <laughs> about that. But what, you, regardless, your mission. What, was I mean, what successful. was I supposed to do? Abandon Red? Yeah, your I mission was abandon, successful. I couldn't abandon Gabby either. Your, your mission was successful, so I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll hey, see how it shakes out. Let's see that. On you know, how it pretty orcs say like, anything about this one. We might have three adverse mechs if we're able to get the per- the person that followed us. <laughs> as, well, as well as you you did technically steal the objective that you were supposed to deliver to someone else See, which is also part mm-hmm. of your secret we fulfilled goal. both bonus objectives i'm calling this a uh uh a success categorically yeah, like, like i said the the one thing will factor into calculations but doesn't take away from the fact that you succeeded the mission with flying colors <laughs> <laughs> so, with that in mind, uh, join us next time. We'll go over the consequences of and the not whatever the not grim sounding version of consequences were <laughs> for Spoils, this rewards, and then uh, going through some downtime again Yay. and figure out what we're going to do after that. Uh, tune in next week, same big gay time, same big gay channel. <laughs> Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Alexander Messick, Calvin Cox, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Jack Toops, Jarnope, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerdscast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.